It's now time for Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. A pleasant good evening to you, everyone out there on a chilly uh, Tuesday night. And nonetheless, it is time for our high school boys of basketball here this evening. And uh, Altamont, a fresh off the NTC uh, conference tournament, back-to-back conference tournament championships there for the Indians. Uh, they travel to uh, Florida tonight, and uh, they're taking on the Flora Wolves. My name is Travis Sparks, alongside Dominic Daters. We'll be here calling all the action tonight here on The Voice. South my Indian Athletics, 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM. As Altamont comes in to tonight's contest, 19 and a 3 on the year. And a Flora, they come in tonight at 15 and 8 on the season overall. Last game for Altamont was a Saturday victory. Back-to-back championships for the Altamont Indians, a 51-32 victory over St. Anthony. And Altamont got off to a, a tremendous start. Took a while or took a couple minutes before both teams were on the scoreboard, or at least one team was on the scoreboard. Altamont came out and scored the first 10 points of the game, and they controlled it right from the tip-off, and they led 10-3 to after one. And uh, St. Anthony cut into the lead there at halftime. It was 19-11. That Brock Fearday scored the first four points of the second half, and St. Anthony was crawling back in it. It was 19-15 at that point down to four. Well, that is close as the Bulldogs would get the rest of the way. Eli Miller would go on a nice little five-point spurt and Jared Hammer would bring the house down as he sent the Altamont faithful into a frenzy that night. That was one of the loudest reactions I've heard of that gym in quite some time with that Hammer and one there and that gave him a 29-15 lead and then they made the N1 free throw and it was 30-15 and Altamont would go on to win after that, and to secure first back-to-back championships in a tournament history in Altamont's history since 1935-36 season there. So, Altamont, last time out, tremendous game, and not too many times are you going to blow out St. Anthony and uh, send the crowd, uh, the St. Anthony crowd, fans, they were uh, packing home early there on a Saturday, and so it was a Great win on uh, Saturday night in the NTC Championship there, Dom. Yeah, no, it was a great win. A great win for, for Alvin and back-to-back titles, like you said. And No, it's very uh, not very often you send Santee packing like you did. And like you said, the Santee fans, I think we're leaving about three or four minutes left to go in, in that game. But, uh, no, it's not very often that, uh, that you can do that to, to St. Anthony. Uh, they're always a tough opponent no matter what the record is. And, uh Alamont, Alamont played uh, played a great game, and uh, I expect them to play you know another great game here tonight. Hopefully, we don't have a a tournament you know a tournament hangover of sorts. I guess I guess you call it. And uh, against Flora, um, I have I have Flora coming tonight at fifteen and eight and five and one in their their conference. They play in the Black Diamond Conference. Um, so I mean they they've got they've got a good good record good record as well and uh i don't know other than that, i don't know too don't know too much about too much about the team but i expect a exciting exciting game here here tonight and uh we'll see what happens yeah as uh great tournament there as well uh for the entire week for Dylan elam eric coleman and avery Yarhouse. they made all tournament team there last week and avery Yarhouse was named mvp as well for the all tournament team Eli Miller also filled in nicely, and he had a heck of a week there last week. 
and I feel like we didn't talk a whole lot about it in the post uh, game. But Jared Hammer also had a fabulous championship game uh, there. He had eight points, and that one included a couple of crucial steals there. And so uh, he should be applauded for their effort, but uh, not quite a all-tournament performance there. But uh, Elam, Coleman, and Yarhouse all-tournament team there last week. And it was just one of those special nights that will probably uh, live on uh, for quite some time. And uh, depending on how the season ends, could be one of the highlights of the season. But Altamont, they don't want to stop there. They want to keep this upper trajectory going, keeping the win streak going. And that's what they're trying to do against the Wolves here tonight. Flores' last game was also on Saturday. They won 37-31 over uh, McLeansboro, Hamilton County. And uh, the last four games for Florida, they've been kind of up and down. They lost in overtime to Vandalia, 51-48, about three weeks ago. They lost 50-39 to against St. Anthony. I did see a box score of that one. I didn't see one of their uh, top players for uh, Florida. It looked like he was out in uh, that contest. And uh, somebody that could have been a factor there for the uh, Wolves. But they fell to St. Anthony that night, 50-39. to And then a couple of Saturdays ago, they beat North Clay. And that's kind of what Coach Nieberge talked about in the post game when we talked to him after the championship win as uh, they beat North Clay pretty good, 50-26. to 26. The only thing about that is that the Cardinals were out without Logan Fleener that night, and they also, the Cardinals were out without another player out injured that night, and that was kind of the first time that North Clay had probably been playing without Logan Fleener in quite a long time, and it showed on the scoreboard for the Cardinals only putting together 26 points there, and so Flora will put a nice win on their resume there nonetheless, and uh, also... Uh, earlier this season in December, uh, they beat Newton as well. That's a nice win on the resume as well because Newton is one of the three losses for Altamata this year. So uh, good a squad beating there. And the Eagles just came off a little Illini Conference Tournament Championship uh, on Friday, beating Olney there in their conference championship. So uh, Newton's a pretty good squad. And then also uh, they lost to Nokomis in the second game of the year. And uh, they were in a uh, Thanksgiving tournament there on uh, that night. And that's significant because Nokomis, that's who's on tap. After this one, on a Friday, it's Mega Night there at Nokomis. They're going to do a girls and a guys doubleheader. And we plan on having uh, both broadcasts for you right here on uh, Jack FM with that Mega Night girls basketball uh, first. And then a boys basketball will uh, follow. And uh, Nokomis is a heck of a squad this year. And they have a pretty... A uh, great resume in their own right. They're 22 and five coming in uh, to uh, tonight. So uh, definitely looking forward to that matchup on a Friday. First time seeing Nicomis there and uh, Flora. They finished in a third place in the Vandalia Holiday Tournament as Nicomis. They fell in the championship game to Chrysler Rock, and Chrysler Rock's currently still undefeated there on the season. And uh, Malachi Tolliver. He is a 6'3", a senior. He made all-tournament team for Flora that week in Vandalia. And they're also uh, one of the main three-point shooters for this Wolf squad is Lawson Spicer. As he's a 5'10", a junior. And also another key contributor is Jacob Stanford as well. And Neil Young stands at 6'3", and he's a junior. Just a few of the players to watch out for tonight that you'll probably hear about as well. And we do have a, another game going on in Altamont. Unfortunately, we cannot be there to uh, broadcast the game, but hopefully I'll give you some uh, score updates or maybe a final score uh, from those back in Altamont listening or watching that game. So uh, they are facing off against T-Town 
tonight there. So we'll try to get you an update on girls basketball here at the boys basketball game tonight. So I see the flag being lowered at a mid court, and both teams are telling the line, and they're ready to start the national anthem. So we'll step away for the national anthem as well. And, of course, the national anthem is brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency. And so we'll be back for the tip-off and the start of lineup of uh, this game coming up after the anthem. You're listening now to Miami Basketball, Jack FM. see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to uh, Flora High School at uh, Conley Gymnasium here in uh, Flora. And we're about ready to get this one uh, underway between Altamont and Flora. But first, let's get you the start of lineup for uh, tonight's contest. First for the uh, visiting Altamont Indians. They're going with uh, this starting five tonight. Number two, uh, Jared Hammer. He's a 5'11 senior. Number 21, Dylan Elam, all-tournament team, and into the starting five here tonight, and he's a 6'3", a junior. Number 22, Avery Yarhouse, tournament MVP there last week in the NTC. He's uh, starting as well, 6'1", senior. Number 32, Logan Cornett, 6'2", senior. And number 50, Eric Coleman, a 6'5", senior. So, again, it's Hamer, Elam, Yarhouse, Cornett, and Coleman, the starting five oh four, the Altamont Indians. Of course, in their road, a black uniform tonight. With uh, white trim and orange numbers. A lot of orange here tonight because Flora, one of their main colors is the Flora uh, color, is orange as well. So, play the starting lineup for Flora, and uh, they'll start off with number 10, Malachi Tolliver. He's a 6'3. Uh, senior number 15, uh, Jacob Stanford. He's a 5'10 senior. Number 22, 
Neil Young is a 6'3 junior. Number 30 is Trevor Johnson. He's a 6'1 junior. And number 42, Ethan Drury. And he's a 5'10 senior. So, again, it's Tolliver, Stanford, Young, Johnson, and Drury for the Flora Wolves in their home white uniform with orange numbers as well here in this one. And like I said, uh, coming up, we don't have a lot of games left in the regular season on the girls' side, at least. So we only got a few games to go. And then later on this week, we should know the seedings and the uh, schedule for uh, the postseason because those girls' basketball uh, postseason is going to come up here before you know it. As Osmond's only got the game tonight against Topless, uh, the game on Friday against Nokomis, and two games next week with Father McGivney and Paris. Not an easy task, a gauntlet to end the season. Father McGivney's a heck of a good squad as well, and we know the powerhouse that Paris is as well to close out the regular season next Thursday. And then uh, Altamont doesn't have too many uh, uh, games remaining on their schedule on the boys' side either. A couple games, uh, non-conference ones, Florida here tonight, Nokomis, and then NTC games with Yoga, St. Elmo, St. Anthony again, and Windsor Two Straws later on to close out the season, but that's the upcoming schedule. We're worried about tonight. We're worried about the Wolves here tonight. And it's going to be Elam jumping up against Tolliver to begin this contest as it's Altamonte versus Flora. And we're underway as Flora will win the tip-off. And they'll be going left to right on your radio dial here to start the contest as it's going to be Stanford running the point for the Wolves. He's going to pick up his dribble as Altamonte, of course, in their signature man-to-man defense. They'll give it back over to Tolliver. Now they'll go in uh, the uh, corner to uh, Johnson, and they'll swing it here on the perimeter all the way over there to Young. Young gives it back up to Stanford. Stanford picked up his dribble, gets off to Tolliver. He took his eye off it a little bit, but then gets control of it now over to Drury. Now Drury picks up the basketball and gives it back over to uh, Johnson. Johnson picked up his dribble now, and Altamont not letting anything get going, getting into every passing lane that Flora wants to get it to. Drury's now going to drive. He's going to be stopped by Yarhouse, and they get it back out, and they swing it over there to Tolliver. Uh, Stanford, actually. They'll get over to Drury in the corner of a little pump fake, and now he gives it back off to Stanford again. As a uh, capacity crowd here for Altamont gives them a nice round of applause as well. There's nothing doing here for Flora. No, not at all. Altamont's doing great defensively. Finally, Stanford jacks up a three, and he gets it to go. The first three points. It's the Flora, and they lead 3 nothing. Yeah, despite that three, that was still a great defensive effort there by Altamont. Yeah, it took a minute off the clock, and Altamont will go right to left on your radio dial here into their possession. It's going to be Elam having it on to the right side and the right wing, and he's looking to get free, and he gets around the defender, and he had it poked away, and it's going to be a turnover right in the hands of Drury there, and it's going to be a, a turnover to Flora. First turnover of the game. Stamper there will get a screen from Tolliver. He gets it on the give and go. And now they hand it to Drury. Free throw line jumper in and out. No good. And rebounded there by Elam. Hammer with the ball off the floor over to Yarhouse in the corner for three. It's off. No good. Elam with the rebound. Nope. Right into the hands of Elam there. And it sticks up and in. Nice put back there by Dylan Elam. Yeah, it was Elam uh, with the uh, putback, and uh, Cornette had the other uh, near rebound there. By the way, it's a 3-2, to two. and it'll be uh, 
Flora with the basketball now. Tolliver here is going to take a jump shot just inside the arc, and it's up and good. Malachi Tolliver, and it's 5-2 Flora. That was a nice jump shot there by Tolliver. I thought it was going to be like Ethan Drury shot before. It was, you know, rolled, rolled around the rim and out, but it, it went in. Hammer dumps it down low to Coleman. He's double teamed in the post. Spin around jumper left it short. Maybe it been blocked by Tolliver and rebounded there by Flora. That's pulled down by Johnson. Kind of looked like it was blocked from my vantage point on that one. And it is a Stanford. They're going to be handing it off there to a Young. Young driving to the hole. Lay up off the glass and in for Neil Young. And it's 7-2 to Flora. Under five to go here in the opening quarter. Hammer going on to the right side over to a Cornet in that right corner now. Does they'll swing it over to Elam for a three. It's good. Seven by nine for Dylan Elam. He's got all five points, and it's seven to five. Four thirty to go here in the opening quarter. That is Johnson. He's going to stop and pop from mid range, and no good. Fight for the rebound. It's going to go to Yarhouse. Yarhouse looking to push it up the floor. He's already in the front court, and he's going to get a jump ball. And Avery almost got called for the travel there. And fortunate, they get the tie-up, and it keeps the possession here with Altamont. The hammer win down underneath the basket. Gets it in to Elam. Elam on to the right side, looking to do something with it. Picks it up. Now over to Hammer, back over to Elam. Fires it cross court to Yarhouse. They get into the middle to Coleman. Turn around, hook is no good. But Eric Coleman will go to the free throw line here for two shots. Eric Coleman going to the line for the first time tonight for either squad. That was on number 30, Trevor Johnson from Florida, his first, team's first. Coleman, free throw, up and left it short. No good. So it's still 7-5 to five with 4.08 to go here in the opening quarter. Altamont down by two here, and they cut it to one. Coleman, one for two there from the charity stripe. It's 7-6. to six. See if Alamont can continue their success from the free throw line. They were 17-24 getting eye against St. Anthony. Stanford A getting the ball over to a Young in the right corner. Now they'll swing it over to a Jury. Jury gets it over to a Stanford. They'll pass it here over to a Johnson. Johnson looking to get it to Tolliver and it was picked off. Nice three to there by Elam as he just jumped in front of the pass and up to Cornette. Layup off the glass and in for Logan Cornette. His first two points. And we're ta- or Altamont takes the lead 8-7. to seven. That was, uh, that was a nice uh, give-and-go there to Cornette. He just took it to length of the floor and put it up and in. As it'll be a Stanford uh, trying to work over Hamer. They get over to Tolliver. Tolliver trying to work over Elam. Now they get it back to a Stanford at the top of the key. He picked up his dribble, and they get it over there to Drury in the post. He tried uh, to find somebody open. He finds Stanford cutting to the rim, and the layup is good for Jacob Stanford. He's got five, and it's 9-8. Flora takes the lead back. Well, I guess it's going to be a back-and-forth game the way it's going all night. Yeah, we might be in store for a lot of lead changes here. Cornette in the corner, shot for a three. No good, but right in the hands of Yarhouse. And Yarhouse trying to go back up with it, but he was denied and it just take it away there by Young. It just took it right out of Avery's arms there. And it's going to be Drury in the corner getting a screen of there from Johnson and Drury. Had the ball tipped away, but he got possession back. And now they go over to Johnson here on the left side. Johnson was stopped by a Cornette, and they get it off to a Stanford in between the circles now. They swing things over to a Young. 
225 to go here in the opening quarter. Young driving to the hole, layup left it short, and rebounded by Coleman. Push it up to Elam in the front court. Now on the right side to a cutting Coleman. Spin around and layup is good. But the left-handed layup is good, and it's 10-9. Altamont with the lead back. Eric Coleman was doing what he does best. Eric just uh, laying it off the backboard and in. And it's going to be Stanford getting across the timeline under two minutes to go. Stanford getting over to a Tolliver in between the circles, over to a Jury here on the left side. He'll hand it back off, and they'll swing it on their perimeter to Young. Young trying for that backdoor cut, high pass for Johnson, and it's going to be out of bounds. Turnover to Altamont. Eli Miller checking in, and Yarhouse will take a seat, and Kyden Earhart will come in, and Caden Miller also will come in as well. It's Cornette and Coleman taking his seat. Spicer will check in for Lawson Spicer. will check in for Flora and Gary Partridge will check in. And immediately on the inbound pass, they're going to call a travel, I think it was. And it's travel be, on Dylan Yeah, turnover back to Flora. Had my head down a second trying to see who was coming in, and they called Elam for the travel. So turns it back over to Flora. A minute 30 to go in the opening quarter. Stanford getting screened there by Tolliver. And he picks up his dribble. He gives it over there to uh, Spicer, who just checked in. And now they get it back to uh, Stanford. Stanford gives it over there to Partridge. Partridge goes over to uh, Tolliver here on the left side. And now they get it over to Johnson, who is running the baseline. They get a screen there by Tolliver. And a jump shot in the paint. No good. And rebounded by Hammer, though. Coming up on a minute to go, Elam with it to Eli Miller, and Elam swings it back over to Hammer. Hammer with a little ball fake, we're under a minute to go in the opening quarter. Eli gets it over to Elam here on the left side, and now they get it to Kaden Miller back over to Earhart. Swing things over to Elam for a three. Back of the rim, too strong, and right in the hands of Stanford, and Flora will get the ball back. Johnson. Get it over to Stanford. He'll swing it over there to Spicer. Spicer has a left side. He'll hand off to Patteridge. 30 seconds left. Altamont thinks the lead and it's thrown away by Kynan Earhart. Kynan Earhart spin around in the lane. All the way coast to coast for Kynan Earhart. It's good. His first two, and it's 12-9. That, nice. that was a nice steal by Earhart. And he just took it all the way and put it up for the end. Steal and finish. Ten seconds left in the quarter, and it's going to be Johnson. Three-pointer in the tie. It's good. From Trevor Johnson. It's at 12. One second. Half-court heat for Hammer. Can't get it to go, but it was close as it went off the backboard and it touched rim as well, but that'll do it. So after one quarter of play, it's all tied at 12 between Altamont and Flora. We'll be back in one minute for the second quarter. And listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. 
Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in here to uh, Flora High School. Conley and Jim as we're all tied at 12 after eight minutes of play. Good competitive uh, first quarter there. It was a good competitive JV game as well. Close one, though. Altamont won 54 to 40. Final in the junior varsity contest. As it'll be a jury, almost a dangerous pass there, but they complete it to uh, Tolliver. Tolliver gets it over to uh, Stanford. Stanford gets a screen up from Tolliver, trying to spin around on uh, Miller, and he gives it over uh, there to Patteridge. Now in the corner to Spicer, get to uh, Stanford. Stanford now has to back it back out. Comes it to uh, Tolliver. He's all the way up here at the high block, and he's going to call for the travel as he was trying to spin around uh, Kayla Miller there. That'll be a turnover back to Altamont. Neil Young returns for the Wolves, and Patteridge will take a seat. We're all tied here at 12, just underway here in the second quarter. Elam gets it across the timeline, gets it in the Miller to Earhart. Earhart had it all poked away, and he got control back, spins around, throws up a wild shot. No good, and rebounded by Tolliver. Out of control there. For Earhart, as he had it knocked away. And the Stanford goes screen there by Tolliver. He'll spin around and find Tolliver with a little pump fake. He'll drive inside, puts up the shot. He's going to call for the offensive foul. Eli Miller standing firm and taking that player control foul. His first foul on Malachi Tolliver, team second. Eric Coleman comes back in. So does Logan Cornette. And Dylan Elam checks out, and Kata Miller will take a seat as well. Eli Miller will get it across the timeline. He is out to a yard house here on the left side. Eli Miller gives it back to a yard house. He's out about a three, but he drives baseline now. He's underneath a basket, and he passes back out to Eli. They find Coleman in the middle, gives out to uh, Cornette, and they're called a blocking foul. Young trying to set his speed, but maybe just in a little bit of motion there, and he gets called for the blocking foul. Neil Young, this is the first foul, team's third. So it'll be Eli Miller getting it in on the baseline. I think there was a little, oh, no, we had a substitution, but we had an Aaron Buzzer. Eli will take a seat, and Hammer will check back in. That's what the buzzer was for, Hammer substitution. And they'll be the one taking it out. He gets it in to Cornette. Cornette pumps it around a little bit, but gives it back to Hammer. And Hammer looking to do something with it as he'll take it and set up shop in between the circles. He gets it over to Yarhouse. Now they're over to Hammer. Now they get over here to Earhart in the corner and passes back out. Now to Yarhouse here on the right side. Now gets it to Hammer. Hammer steps in the side to paint, and he immediately got it taken away and stolen away there. Another turnover for the Indians, and it'll be Flora basketball. 
So four turnover for Albemont tonight. As it'll be Young in screen there by Tolliver. Gets out to a Stanford here on, on the right wing. He picks up his dribble at the top of the key. Gives it over to Spicer. Gives it back to Stanford. 5.45 to go. No one scored yet here in the second quarter. Tolliver trying to change that. Three-pointer was off in the corner. Coleman uh, fighting against two Flora Wolves. And they hand it off to Tolliver up and in. And Malachi Tolliver finishes with contact. And he'll go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. Malcolm Conan Earhart, his first, team's first. Coleman against two defenders there trying for the rebound. And then uh, Young got it and uh, then handed off to Tolliver, and he finished the end. He's looking to finish the end one. It's 14 to 12. Flora. Tolliver, free throw up and good. He's got five, and it's 15 to 12. Three point lead for Flora. 5.30 to go here in the first half. He almost linked things over to Cornette. Now we get over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse back over to Elam. Elam gives off to Hammer. Now over to Coleman. Coleman had it knocked away by Young. They get it over to Yarhouse in the corner. As Flora really trying to swat it away from these bigs. Once they get it, it's going to be dribbled right in the hands of Stanford. So a turnover there again by Altman. No good by Stanford. Tarver's ball is also no good. And they're going to call a jump ball. Wow, as Drury put it up, and he was throwing it towards the basket, and they're actually going to call a jump ball. And so alternate possession will give it to Altman. Flora fans will not agree with that. No, definitely not. But the uh, <laughs> call's not going to get overturned. So uh, It'll be Altman with the basketball off the tie-up. And Hammer... Looking to do something with it. Gives it in the corner to Yarhouse for three. Yes. Three-pointer for Yarhouse. His first point. And we're tied at 15. Seems like every time you think Alamont, you know, Flora might make a run, Alamont just comes right back. And it'll be a Stanford. Handing things off to a Young. A Young dribbling it here on the right side. He's trying to back down Coleman. Turnaround jumper. Short. Rebound. It goes out to Dylan Elam. Pushing the pace up to Cornette. Cornette. Out to Hammer, swings at the Yarhouse for another three. In and out, no good. And they're right into the hands of Tolliver. So, uh, Flora giving a little open look there from Avery, but just went in and out. And Young will get out to a jury in between the circles. They'll get a screen, a dribble right side. Throws up a wild shot, no good. Rebounded by Hammer. As Jury took a tumble there, and they're going to call a foul there. As Stanford was trying to do all he could to make it difficult for Hammer to bring up the floor, and they're going to call Stanford with a foul. Stanford's first foul, Flora's fourth overall. Caden Miller coming back in for Altamont, and Coleman checks out. Uh, Lawson Spicer checks back in for the Wolves. They're going to do Caden Miller, cross or pass to a Cornette. He gets it down. Now over to Hammer. Let's swing it to Yar out, fire another three. Back iron too strong, but Cornette's right there with the offensive rebound. And Altamont will reset. As Yarhouse will have things on the left side. Over to Hammer. Hammer. Get over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse over to Cornette in the corner. Shot for three. Back iron too strong, but Kaden Miller with a rebound. So third opportunity coming for Altamont. Versus Cornette grabbing the offensive board. That time it was Kaden Miller. He has it in his hands, and he was looking to drive baseline, but he's going to call it with a travel. 
before that. So it'll be a turnover back to Flora. That's uh, six turnovers so far for Albemont. Flora only has three. And uh, Stanford was on to uh, take his feet, and I believe Johnson came back in that time. They're still tied at 15. Both teams only scoring three points in the second quarter so far. We have three minutes to go. As Tolliver in between the circles, guarded against uh, Miller. That's Kata Miller. Gives off to a Johnson. Johnson drives with up the runner. Off no good and rebounded by Elam. As Altamont looking to push the pace up to Yarhouse. Yarhouse layup off the glass and in. Bravery Yarhouse running the fast break. And it's 17 to 15. Altamont takes the lead back. As we beat Tolliver here on the right side. Looking to do something with it. Goes over to his left and now goes drives down the lane. Puts up a shot off the glass. No good. And rebounded by Kaden Miller. Elam over to Hammer for three. No good. And it's Cornett. Just couldn't quite get his hands on it. It was a little behind him. And it's going to go out of bounds to Flora. And Cannon Earhart will uh, come back in. And Eric Coleman will as well. Kata Miller and Logan Cornett will check out. So a 2.15 to go here in the second quarter. Out to my lead in here by two. Stanford hands off to a Tolliver. Tolliver now hand off to a Jury. Jury hands off to a Young. Now gives it back to a Tolliver here on the left side. He'll try to work against Elam. High pass for Johnson, but he gets it down. Now over there to Drury, Drury out to Tolliver, thought about a three, head fake, uh, just inside the free throw line, no good, and rebounded by Yarhouse. Yarhouse up to Hammer, gives it back to Yarhouse now with a minute 45 to go. As O dumping down low in the paint to Coleman, turn around jumper, off the glass, too strong, and rebounded by Young. And it'll be a Stanford bring up the floor for Flora, minute 30 to go in the half. Usually Eric Coleman puts that right back up on him, but it's too strong that time. Yeah, just a little too strong on that one. And Young uh, goes back door to Stanford, puts up the shot high off the glass, no good, and rebounded by Earhart. Minute 15 to go. Altamont still with that two-point lead. Earhart over to Hammer. They'll swing things over to Elam here onto the elbow. Now over to Earhart on the right side. And a minute to go now in the half. As Hamer has it in between the circles. Coach Schneeberg and Coach Cool calling out a play, and Altamont will try to execute it. Over to Hamer. Now that's Elam. Elam drives, puts up their shot in the lane, and call an offensive foul. Offensive foul on Dylan Elam there as Tolliver took that charge. Player control foul, Altamont. Player control foul, whatever your fancy is. Charge, offensive foul, player control foul. It's going to be an offensive foul either way, I tell it, Elam. It'll be a 30-second timeout by Coach Leaf, so we'll take a quick 30 as well. You're listening to my Indians basketball here on Jack of Them. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com. And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. 
You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in here to uh, Connolly Gymnasium. Altamont has the uh, two-point edge, 17 to 215. 46.9 seconds left. The Wolves will get it back on Elam's first foul. On that player control foul. Stanford trying to dribble around Hammer. And they're going to call Hammer with a foul. Jared Hammer, first foul, team third. And so it'll be an inbound there on the sidelines for Johnson. They get it in. Get over to Stanford. Stanford now gets it across the timeline. Stanford has that here on the right side. 30 seconds left. Tolliver in between the circles at the top of the key. He'll dribble and he'll pass it back off to Stanford here on the right side. Trying to get room against Hamer. Now over to Young. A jumper short. Rebounded by Elam with 17 seconds left. Elam into the front court now. Down low to Earhart. And it's knocked away by Johnson. It went out. So it stays right here at Altamont though. 12.7 seconds left in the half. Altamont with a 17-15 lead. Hammer on to the baseline. Looking to be the trigger man. Gets it in to Elam. Elam had it poked away by Drury. And it's going to go out off of Flora. So it'll stay right here again with Altamont. This time they'll inbounds on the sidelines there. Just on the end of Flora's uh, bench there. Hammer gets it in to Elam. Elam's open for three. It's good. Three-pointer for Dylan Elam. And it's 20-15. Long three for Stanford is off. No good. And that'll do it for one half of play. So, Dylan Elam with a three-pointer there. Gives Altamont their biggest lead of the night. Five points. 20-15 to 15 after one half of play. So, here at halftime, we'll step away for the halftime break. And then we'll... Be back to a breakdown of the uh, first half. We'll try to track down some other scores from around the area as well. So uh, it's 20 to 15 here at Flora. And so we'll be back in a few minutes for the halftime report. You're listening to Alpha Indians basketball here on Jack FM. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians! We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. 
Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Oh, Marjorie! Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh, George! This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to uh, Flora High School Conley Gymnasium. Here as it is Altamont in the lead, 20-15. to 15, As uh, someone just nailed a half-court shot. There, they're doing their half-court shot. Almost two in a row that time, but that's what all the excitement was there in the background and Altamont had a little bit of excitement towards the end of that second quarter as Dylan Elam made a three-pointer there, and that's going to put the distance between themselves with only five points, and this has been a close game throughout, and that was a low-scoring affair there in the second quarter as if not for those three points there by Dylan, that would have been a different story. But Altamont only put up eight. Fuller only put up three there in that second quarter. And Altamont has the 20 to 15 lead here so far. Yeah, definitely very low scoring uh, second quarter. Just a low low scoring affair uh, so far. So great, uh, you know, just great defensive efforts I'd say by both teams. No way. Yeah. No way. I, I know Kyle Nerhart kind of had a crazy shot there, but other than that, nobody's really taking any, any bad shots or anything, in, in my opinion. So some of the balls aren't just are just aren't falling and. Uh, I just think both teams are playing great, great defensively. Oh yeah, and neither team has given anyone really any good, solid looks either. That's true. Yeah, you're so. right. Nobody's you're right. giving any. any I mean, I, I guess Dylan either maybe had that one. I, I think there's a defender, maybe a few feet in front of him, but uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. There's always been, you know, somebody within distance, you know, like can yeah. step up and get in their face or whatever. But yeah, nobody's really had any good, solid, solid looks or anything. No really any, any fast breaks or, 
or anything like that, you know, to speak of so far. So I just a well well played game by both teams. Alamont leads twenty to fifteen. Alamont does have six turnovers, the floor three turnovers, so um turnovers I guess not really playing too much of a role here tonight as we look at some stats first for uh Alamont. Jared Hammer, excuse me, Jared Hammer has played, has not scored. He's 0 for 1 from the three point range. Uh, Dylan Eno's 1 for 2 from the field and 2 for 4 from three point range with 8 points. Avery Yarhouse, 1 for 1 from the field and 1 for 4 from three point range with 5 points. Uh, Logan Cornett is uh, 1 for 1 from the field and 0 for 1 from three point range with 2 points. Tyne Earhart, 1 for 2 from the field. With two points, Eric Coleman is one for four from the field and one for two from the free throw line with three points for a total of 20. And uh, for Flora, Malachi Tolliver is two for six from the field and 0 for one from three-point range. He's also one for one from the free throw line with uh, five points. Jacob Stanford is one for three from the field and one for two from three-point range with five points. Neil Young, one for three from the field. With uh, two points, Trevor Johnson, he's 0 for 4 from the field, but he's 1 for 2 from the three-point range with three points. And Ethan Third has played not score. He's 0 for 2 from the field for four total of uh, 15 points. And uh, Alex has just been a good, good, good guy, you know, back-and-forth game uh, so far, Travis. And uh, I know Alvin has a five-point lead here, but it's really – Really, anybody's game, I, I guess I haven't seen really anything out of either team that say, makes me say, hey, one of these teams is going to come out, you know, victorious here. So, I, you know, I'm not – definitely I hope Alamont wins, but, you know, it's not going to surprise me if Florida gets to win either or not on their, on their home court. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's a low-scoring defensive battle, and there's not very been very many fouls uh, either. No. So, neither team really is in uh, foul trouble, and there was only one timeout taken in the half as well. So uh, an overall type of game that's a defensive struggle and whoever's going to find uh, enough open looks is going to win and might be uh, a little bit more tight. Leo uh, contested with the fouls coming up in uh, the uh, second half. It seems to always happen in high school basketball. But uh, right now it is a 20 to 15 here at the half in uh, Florida. And uh, like I reminded you there in the, the uh, pregame, as uh, Altman will be uh, back in action on a Friday at the doubleheader with the Nokomis there on a mega night uh, there for uh, them. See some other scores uh, from around the area that I can uh, track down. I do see that uh, Tuscola is leading over St. Teresa in uh, the first quarter, 22-14. Hey, that's significant me as well. Tuscola, they're left on the schedule as well as uh, Altamont and Tuscola will match up uh, not this upcoming Saturday, but next Saturday in the NTC-CIC shootout as it's going to be the main event on uh, that night on uh, Saturday. And uh, make those Valentine's Day plans already as it's St. Anthony versus Altamont in the rematch there in Altamont on Valentine's Day. Again, no love loss between those two squads be ready uh, for that one. I know St. Anthony want another crack at the Indians after uh, what happened and uh, the performance that they had on uh, Saturday. I feel like if they could have made a couple more of their shots, maybe they could have 
been in it or could have been a little bit of a closer game there, but uh, we'll have to see what happens there. And I do have a girls' basketball score in Mount Zion. As it's Lincoln over Mount Zion, 51-12. Lincoln is a undefeated squad currently or right now for uh, the Railers. They're a pretty uh, great basketball program, both on the boys and uh, the girls' side uh, there. So, Altamont and Aflora here at the half is 20-15. to 15, And everybody back ready to uh, get this second half underway. Starters out there on the floor for Altamont. It's Hammer, Cornette, Elam, Yarhouse, and uh, Coleman. Starting five before Flora looks like they'll return as well. That's a Johnson, Stanford, Tolliver, uh, Young, and uh, Dury there for Flora. And Flora will start off with the basketball as they'll be going right to left on your radio dial uh, this half to start the uh, second half. And second half is underway here at Conley Gymnasium. And it's going to be Young dribbling all the way. And it's going to be off the glass. No good. And the rebound is going to go off of Stanford, excuse me, as he almost gained possession there, and it'll be out of bounds to Altamont, though. Just couldn't grab the rebound there. No, he couldn't. Altamont will go left to right on your radio. That'll start this second half. It's going to be Elam, three-pointer, trying to start at how he ended it, and it's going to be no good and rebounded by Drury there for the Wolves. Johnson gets it across half court. He hands off to a jury. Now the screen over by Tolliver. They'll get over to Stanford. Free throw line jumper. No good. Fight for the rebound. It's Tolliver. Up and good. Malachi Tolliver. 20 to 17. And the other way, they're going to call a foul on a Flora. As Jury and Johnson were looking to double team Cornette, and they're going to call Flora with a foul. Ooh. Well, Trevor Johnson, his second team's first of the half. And so it'll be Hammer inbounding to Elam. They get it to Yarhouse. There's going to be an illegal screen there. And it's going to go on Logan Cornette. Just trying to get uh, Yarhouse an open look off a screen, and they're going to call uh, an illegal screen there on Logan. Logan Cornette, first foul of the game, team's first of the half. So Flora will take possession of the basketball off the turnover. And it'll be Stanford having it at the volleyball line, trying to work over Hammer. And he's over to Young. Young drives, and it's going to be picked off, picked off by Yarhouse. Yarhouse up to Elam, off the glass, and in for Dylan Elam. He's in the double figures now, 22-17. to 6.40 to go in the third. Johnson has it in between the circles. Gives it to Drury. Drury now. Hand off to Young. Young cross-court pass. It's in the corner to Johnson. Back to Young. Straight on three. Short. And it's rebounded, though, by Stanford. He was battling for it with Hammer, and Stanford came away with it. Now he has that at the top of the key. Picks it up. He goes over to Young. He'll hand off to Johnson. There's a double screen. And it's no good. Rebounded by Toller. And try to get it to Stanford, and they get it to Johnson. His layup was no good, and it's finally rebounded by Altamont. And Coleman, and now the other way. Uh, turn around jumper, baby hook, no good inside. And rebounded by Young. And uh, so uh, now Stanford will get it across the timeline. Stanford 
Right side, mid-range jumper, back iron too strong, rebounded by Cornette. Hamer gets it into the front court now. Everybody Yarhouse, he's open for three. Yes! Another three uh, for Avery Yarhouse. His second. It's 25-17. Altamont opening things up here in the second half. And Coach Lieb will try to stop the momentum and call a timeout. So Coach Phil Lieb calls a, a full timeout. And so we'll step away for 30 seconds. It's 25-17. Altamont with a run to start this the second half. And we'll be back in 30. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in here to a Conley Gymnasium at Flora High School. And Altamont, a little bit of a run. Flora scored the first two points of the half, but then it's been all five for Altamont since, and they lead 25-17. Yeah, Altamont, nice uh, 5-2 run here. Like I said, Travis opened up the game a little bit, up by eight. And a Powderage comes in uh, for uh, Flora off the timeout. And it's going to be a three-pointer by Johnson. Nope, that's Drury. Drury with the three. Makes it 25-20. Those are his first points of the game. Cornet gets a man up in the air. Gives off to Elam into the corner of the yard house for another three. No good. Can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Stanford. Stanford trying to dribble around Cornet. Under five to go here in the third. Five-point lead now for Altamont. As Stanford gets a couple screens there by Tolliver. Now Eli Miller guarding him close. Eli snuck in there on that last timeout. Tolliver in the paint. Tries to get free and gets away with a arm, and it's going to be a Tolliver up and in, but he got off with a little bit of a push off there on Earnhardt. And it's going to be a Cornette in the right corner. Over to Eli Miller. Eli is it to Elam, back to Eli. Dribbles gives it over to Earhart in the corner to Cornette. Now get it into the middle to Earhart. Back over to Eli Miller. Coming up on uh, four minutes to go. And it's going to be Yarhouse. Touch pass to Cor- or Earhart. No good. And Yarhouse fights for the rebound. And they're going to call a, a loose ball foul there on Flora. Foul is on Jacob Stanford. His second team second. So Stanford and Johnson both have two fouls for Flora. Kata Miller comes in and uh, Logan Cornett. Take a seat. And here comes uh, Lawson Spicer. Comes in, and Johnson will take a seat with those two fouls. 401 to go here in the third. It's a three point lead for Altamont. Eli Miller will look to get it in. He gets it in uh, to Elam for three. Yes! Right. Three ball, corner pocket for Dylan Elam. That's his third three of the night. It's 28 22. He's got 13 points on the year. Yeah, 13 big points for right. Dylan. And it's going to be Stanford again. Screen there by Spicer, and they get it to him on the give and go. He gets the screen there by Tolliver. 
Now Spicer picks up his dribble. Gives it off to uh, Tolliver. Tolliver has it here on the uh, left side. Now dribble inside. Puts up the shot, and it's going to be no good. And they're going to call a blocking foul, a shooting foul, on Akeda Miller. Too much body contact as Kata Miller did get the clean block, but got too much body there. So uh, Tolliver will go to the line for two. Kata Miller's first foul, uh, team second. Tolliver in and out, no good. They will get another one, though. On the second free throws tonight for Laura. Only the third time that either team has taken a trip to the line. Tolliver's free throw also no good. So over two that time by Tolliver. Still a 28-22 game. And it's rebounded by Earhart. Now Elam has it in the front court. Gives it to Eli Miller. Over to Kata Miller. Now Elam here on the left side. Gives it to Earhart on the short elbow. Now gives it back to Elam in between the circles. Elam picks up his dribble. And uh, they're going to get over to Elam. He's going to fire another three. Good. Dylan Elam's on fire. Another three, a four on the night. 31-22. Fire department better be standing by. He's on fire. Stand by in Flora for sure. As it be a jury at the top of the key. They're trying for that back door, but it's out to a partridge on the right, uh, right side. And now Spicer gets screen there by Tolliver. Now to a jury. Jury picked it up over to... Tolliver, over to Jury, top of the key, fakes a three, and it's going to be intercepted. Nope, both Yarhouse and Flora battling for it, and it's going to go off of the wall. So it's going to go out of bounds to Altamont. It's Yarhouse and a Spicer going in a Spicer, and Yarhouse both diving on the floor, and it was off of Spicer as it went out of bounds. That was definitely a nice effort by Spicer and Yarhouse on that ball. Hamer will check in, and there's going to be a timeout. Coach Niebuhr will take that one, and we'll take a timeout as well. As Altamont opens up the lead, 31-22 now, 2.29 to go here in the third. And I'll take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball on Jack of You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com. And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. We're back here to uh, Tommy Gymnasium at Flora High School. 31-22, uh, biggest lead of the night uh, for Altamont, but it was Coach Niebergy who was calling that uh, last timeout. Yeah, he was calling calling that last timeout, uh, even though they do have a, a big lead. Maybe just wanted to get the kids settled down or maybe get the, give somebody a break or something like that. Yeah, maybe it was as it was going to be Elam dumping it off. Nice pass to Kata Miller, and he goes up and in. For Caden on the nice find by Elam, and it's 33-22. Caden Miller's first two points of the night. 11-point lead for the Indians. Biggest lead of the night for them. Two minutes to go here in the third. And it's going to be Young giving it to a jury in the corner. Now over to Tolliver here. He's trying to get it free and crossing over Miller. 
Backdoor cut to Stanford. Puts up the shot. He doesn't need glass. And Stanford just goes straight up with it. And it's going to be good. And it's 33-24. Kata Miller quickly out of the way. Off the glass and in. Catching Flora napping a little bit. Back-to-back buckets for Kata Miller. It's 35-24. And it's going to be Johnson there on the right side. Is over to a jury here at the top of the key. And now over to Young on the right side. Young looking for someone to pass to. Coming up on a minute 15 to go here in the third. Tolliver now over to uh, Stanford. Stanford on the right side. Looking to get free. Gets a screen uh, there from Young. Now Tolliver. Little ball fake. And gives it back off to Stanford. They fire down low to Jury. Puts up the shot. Wave it off. And there's going to be a foul before the shot attempt. As it's going to be a foul on the baseline. All right, an inbounds play on the baseline. Foul on Eli Miller, his first team's third. Avery Arias comes back in, and Eric Coleman uh, comes back in as well. Earhart and Elam will check out. And a Stanford will get it in on the baseline, and they get into jury a minute to go in the third. 35-24, Altamont with the lead. Johnson's going to try a fadeaway three in the corner. No, and it's rebounded by Young. Turnaround jumper is also off. No good. But there's going to be a foul this time on Altamont. And uh, so uh, Neil Young will go to the free throw line here for two. Altamont foul to 50. Eric Coleman is first foul. Neil Young go to the first line for the first time tonight for him. Free throw up is good. 10-point game, 35-25 with 50.6 seconds left. And Young's second free throw is also good. Took a bounce off the front of the rim, but it fell down in. 35-26 now, 9-point lead for Altamont, 45 seconds left. Hammer gets it across half court. Crosses over Stanford. Hammer in the corner to Kata Miller. He'll try his chance to the three. It's good! Three-pointer for Kata Miller. Got seven points in this quarter. It's a 12-point lead for Altamont. 38-26. 25 seconds left in the third. Young getting a screen by Tolliver. Jumper is off. No good. Rebounded by Yarhouse. He tries to find Coleman on the outlet. Puts it up and left it short. And rebounded by Young with 12 seconds left. A nice find there, but Coleman couldn't finish. Five seconds left. Stanford in between the circles. Gets it off to Drury for three. No good and rebounded there by Eli Miller. He chucks it at the last second, but that's not going to count. 38-26, to Altamont in their best quarter yet. They uh, put some space between them and Flora. They lead 38-26 after three quarters. We'll be back in a minute for the final quarter. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack Events. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. 
Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to uh, Conley Gymnasium here at Flora High School. Altamont will start off with possession, and they have the 12-point lead to start the uh, final quarter. And there will also be a foul as uh, Yardhouse uh, before shooting. And so they're going to call it was on the floor, and so it'll just be out of bounds here to Altamont. Goslin Jacob Stanford, his third. Yarhouse is trying to get free of there from Drury. Gets off to Cornette. Layup. No. Coleman there with the follow. And it's no good. But he is going to be fouled as he was around three other wolves there. And uh, Coleman just chucked it up there. And Eric's going to go to the free throw line here for two. Stanford, that's his fourth foul. Team scores. Coleman. Stanford picking up a couple fouls to start the fourth. And. All of a sudden, he's in foul trouble. Oh, no good. Wow. It bounced off the rim, off the backboard, and it slowly rolled off the rim for Coleman on the free throw. Stanford is going to have to take a seat, and uh, Spicer is going to have to come back in uh, for Flora. Coleman will try it for his second attempt, and this one's also no good. In and out. So still a 12-point game to start the fourth quarter for the Indians. Johnson picks it up in between the circles. He's over there to Young on the right side. Young looking for someone to pass to. Tries for that backdoor cut to Johnson. Up and in for Johnson and a little alley-oop. And it's the 10-point game, 38-28. Hamer has it on the right side. Now gets it over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse drives, and he picks up his dribble over to Kata Miller. Another three-point attempt for him. No good, and rebounded there by Johnson for Flora. Johnson get across half court. Gives off to Spicer. Now over to Young. Young gives it back off to Spicer. Now back to Young on the right side. Over to Johnson at the top of the key. Now over to Spicer. Drury thought about a straight on three, but he gives it off instead to Johnson. Over to Young. Tries to blow by Coleman, and they're going to call a foul. On Altamont. Coleman was there, but Cornette was also reaching in as well. We'll see who is it on. On Eric Coleman, his second. He's going on Eric. So, Dylan Elam will check back in, and Akeda Miller will check out. The great third quarter there. Seven points in the quarter for Caden. That's right. And they get into a jury on the right side, and now over to a Spicer. At the volleyball line now to Tolliver. Tolliver backdoor cut to Drury. Drury puts it up off the glass. Too strong. Strong rebound there by Coleman as well for Altamont. Yarhouse in transition. And he gets it off to Elam. He's wide open for three. Wrong guy to leave open tonight. Hey, he's good over Dylan Elam. Fifth three. And it's 41-28. It's five for eight tonight from three-point range. Out of all the guys tonight, at least wide open. Right. It's Dylan Elam. And he splashed it home. 
sends the lead out. 41-28, biggest lead so far for Altamont tonight. And it's Drury at the top of the key and gives over to Young on to the right side. Over to a Johnson. Now to a Tulliver. 5.45 to go. Elam trying to steal the ball away from Tulliver, but you get up top to a Drury. Now over to Young. Young, nothing there, and they're going to call a, ooh, a reach-in foul. Nope, they're going to call a, a timeout for Coach Lieb. Almost a turnover there, but Coach Lieb got the timeout before the, t- before the turnover. So got the T.O. before the turnover. So uh, we'll be back in uh, 30 seconds. 41-28, your lead, 5.38 to go in the game. Altamont with the lead. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Conley Gymnasium here at Flora High School. 41-28, a biggest lead of the night for the Indians. And Flora will have the basketball trying to get something going. And Coach Lee called the timeout before it went in and out of the hands of the Wolves. And they're going to kill a uh, call a foul. They're on Eli Miller, it looks like. Official was motioning with his forearm there, so Eli must have got that. He's that forearm a little bit too much there. Yeah, but Eli Miller's second. Alamont six and a half. Spicer gets it across the timeline on 520 to go. And Tolliver goes into the corner to Drury for three. In and out, no good. Young with the follow, no good. And Elam battles between two Florida defenders. He grabs the board. Eli up to Yarhouse. Yarhouse stops, puts it up, is good for Yarhouse. Stopped and went up with it, and it's 43-28. Yarhouse is in the double figures now. Johnson quickly the other way, off glass, no good. And rebounded by Hammer. Hammer looking to run with it. Hammer finds Yarhouse. Yarhouse goes out and then back in, and they're going to call a foul on Flora. Kind of reaching in wildly. Found them on their heels there a little bit. Foul on Ethan Dury. His first team fifth. And an Earhart returns for Altamont. And I think that was Eli Miller taking a seat for the Indians. It's Dylan Elam with the ball now. 19 points. Five threes. They already are out. He'll try his look at three. It's good. Another three for Avery Yarhouse. His second one, or third one of the night. And it's 46-28. Biggest lead of the night for Altamont. 16. Maybe that's 18. If I can do quick math. The uh, Johnson at the top of the key over to a jury. Jury gets a screen by Johnson. Now they over to Spicer in the corner for three. It was short. And a touch and rebound by Yarhouse. Outlet pass to Earhart. It's complete. Touchdown. Two-pointer is good 
by Earhart. A nice over-the-shoulder grab there by Earhart. Looked like a wide receiver. And now it's a 20-point lead of 40-28. to 28. I can do that math. Under four to go here in the game. <coughs> Oliver dumps it down low to a jury. Now over to Young. Jumper off. No good. And Yarhouse pulls down the rebound. He's looking for Earhart again, but this time he goes over to Cornette. Cornette over to Yarhouse. Another three. No good. Too strong with it. Now rebounded by Tolliver. Skies for the rebound. Johnson the other way in a transition. Gives off to Tolliver. Free throw line jumper. It's short two. And Yarhouse pulls down the rebound. He pulled down the rebound. Patting the stats. Grabbed it before it went out. Going up on a three minutes to go in the game. That shot by Tolliver there almost looked like it was partially blocked. Yarhouse the other way. Can't get it to fall, but Earhart's there for the board. Blocked by Tolliver. And they're going to call a foul. Heard that block all the way up there, all the way up here, but must have got too much body. Yep, they called uh, Young with a foul instead. There's two guys around him. Kind of Earhart will go to the line for two here. Neil Young, second, team six. And the free throw was good for Kynan. Eric Coleman returns, and Logan Cornette will sit down. Stanford will come back in. And Conrad checks in for the first time tonight. That's Tyler Conrad. And it's going to be no good, but Coleman's going to be there for the rebound. And they're immediately going to get Conrad with a foul reaching in on Coleman there. And that's 17 fouls now, so one-on-one bonus time for Altamont. And Eric Coleman will step to the line. This is the other two attempts this quarter. Riley Buller checks in for Tolliver for Flores, so unloading the bench a little bit for the Wolves. Coleman's free throw up is good. So he'll get another opportunity for a second one. 50 to 28 for Altamont. Under three to go. Coleman's second free throw on the way up, and that one's good. Two for two there for Eric. It's 51 28. Ada McManaway comes in, and Avery Arhouse will check out. Laura will take over here. Only two points so far here in this final quarter. And it's going to be Drury with the ball there on the left side. Now over to Stanford. Stanford lost it. And they get it there. And there's going to be a foul there. They got McManaway with a little bump on Conrad. Manaway's first foul, team seven. So Tyler Conrad will go to the line for one and one. Coleman will take a seat, and Nate Simke will come in for the Indians. We're at number three. 23, Tyler Conrad missed the free throw, and it's rebounded there by Elam. Gives it over to McManaway. Now Earhart. And off to Hammer. He thought about a three, give and go to Earhart. Puts up off of the glass and in for Conan Earhart. 
his seventh point, 53-28. Five in this quarter for Kynan. And it's going to be a free throw line jumper for for Stanford's no good. Rebounded by Elam. He's pushing the pace up to Earhart, and it was touched by Stanford. Right in the hands of Hammer. Three, yes! And that might be the dagger for Jared Hammer. 56-28 now. Jared Hammer, that's his first three points of the night. This was a close game at halftime. It was, you're right. But now it's... 56-28, 56 to uh, 28, a commanding 28-point lead. Can't get anything to fall for Flora. That was a shot, missed shot by Drury. And it's going to be a, a timeout so we can get some subs for Altamont. And Alec Yarhouse, Caden Davis will come in. And Keegan Schultz will come in uh, for the uh, Indians. So I think we've both unla- unloaded the bench and uh, – Quinn Eubanger for Flora got in there, and I think another player may have stuck in there as well. Jeffrey Miller, maybe, Mitchell maybe. Alec Yarhouse with the ball. He gives it over to Caden Davis. Davis gives it over to Schultz. Hop step in the lane, puts it up, and it's good. Two-pointer there for Keegan Schultz. I think that's his first two varsity points for Schultz, and it's a 30-point lead. And they'll hand it off. Into the corner there to a Paltridge. Now they'll dump it down low, turn around, and lost it out of bounds. And it's going to be a turnover back to Altamont. As Mason Miller lost it on the way up. Under a minute to go, 30-point lead for Altamont. They're going on their way to a post and win number 20. Alec will hand off to a Schultz. Schultz gives it over to Alec Yarhouse. Alec hands off to a Schultz again. He's off to a Davis. Davis looking to drive. He's off to Alec Yarhouse. He's going to fire a three. Can't get it to fall. And rebounded uh, there by Conrad. 25 seconds to go. Conrad gives it off. And it's going to be picked off by Keegan Schultz. Schultz the other way to Caden Davis. Layup. Left-handed variety is good for Caden Davis. Two points in the night for Caden Davis is 60-28. to 28. And it's going to be a layup missed there by Mason Miller and rebounded by Caden Davis, and that'll do it. So Altamont picks up win at number 20. The win streak continues. This was a five-point game at halftime. And uh, your final is going to be 60-28. to 28. Two points scored in that fourth quarter for Flora. And uh, so Altamont improves to 20 and a 3 on the season. And a floral drop to 15 and a 9. So an impressive second half for the Altamont Indians to win this one going away. 60 to a 28 is your final. And we'll be back to wrap this one up and catch up with Coach Niebergi on the win as well. Again, your final 60 to 28, Altamont with the win. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM and be back for a few minutes for the postgame show. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. 
Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie! What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Oh, Marjorie! Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh, George! This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want, when you want it, with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 in North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back in here to uh, Conrad Gymnasium as it is, it's not, uh, it's Conley Gymnasium as uh, here at Flora High School as Altamonta wins this one. 60 to uh, 28 was the uh, final score. Again, only two points in that fourth quarter for Flora. This was a five-point game at halftime and it was tied after one quarter as well. But 40 to 13, Altamonta outscores them there in the uh, second half. So, again, flexing their uh, muscles as well. And I see Coach Seabury making his way over here to our broadcast position. And we'll, Dominic will hand off the headsets and we'll bring uh, Coach Seabury in here. And, can go, Coach, congratulations uh, again on a uh, another win. And 
yeah, started out tied at uh, after one quarter, and then it was a five-point game at halftime, but he kind of turned it on there in the second half. Yeah, first half was kind of a, we talked about it. Boys were disappointed in the first half. I thought it was more of a feel-out kind of game yeah. with their zone. Yeah. Um, you know, where's the open areas? Where? What can we do? Um, we even said at the halftime our best offense was when we got it and pushed it. Um, you know, that's kind of in our Montreal year. We're really good when we're in transition. Yes. Um, and even the first half, when we scored 20 points, uh, I mean, 10, 12 points were probably off pushes, you know, just to kick up the street and yep. go get go get a go get a layup. But um, the second half, that really came to fruition. We had some good rim runners, and we kind of broke down the zone a little bit and made them go man. So, Right, yeah, in that first quarter, it looked like, you know, like you said, the feeling out process mm-hmm. with the zone and you're trying to dump it into the middle of the big that got uh, knocked away uh, there. But, you know, once you were able to adjust to that, and like you said, uh, we're able to do a run, get out and run in that second half. You, you saw what, what what could happen. Yeah, we got stops in the second half, and uh, when we got a layup, uh, Avery, Avery Yarrow did a really good job of throwing the rim runner tonight. Uh, you know, when the post runs down the middle, you got to reward them. You got to reward the big guy. Yep. Um, kind of ran well. Eric ran a couple times, so uh, he, and then we shot pretty good in the second half too. I think uh, I, didn't, I don't have necessarily have our percentages, but we, you know, made some threes. Dylan hit some threes. Caden Miller hit one in the corner. So yeah. Uh, when you make threes against the zone, obviously that's going to make it uh, tough to guard. So, but I thought we did a good job of beating the zone down the floor in the second half. Uh, it all and it all starts from defensive end, right? Yeah, and I also thought talking about Elam's uh, threes uh, tonight. That was a big one there in the second yeah. quarter, right before halftime, and that kind of carried over to the second half. Yeah, yeah. I called the play. Nobody heard it. I'm, I'm gonna stop calling plays because. <laughs> <laughs> When we laughed about it, it's like when else fail shooter, right, Dylan? You know, he just just make a shot. So, our good, our, like I said, I've said this all year. Or it's an it's an embarrassment of riches. You know, it's a blessing that these boys are so good, and but they've worked on their game. Um, uh, you know, and so sometimes if you overcomplicate things, you just let them play basketball, shoot it when they're open. Yeah, good things happen. Um, and you know, sometimes sometimes a coach wants to have his have his finger on it. Some. You know, in the game, yeah, yeah that was a great play, but sure. it's, it's the players, it's the Jimmys and Joes. And, right. uh, you know, we, we made some shots and, and, and got stops. Right, yeah, and uh, three points in the second quarter for Flora and then two in the final quarter as well. So, uh, again, defense so was on point again uh, here, and I particularly thought it was impressive in the fourth quarter. Uh, and I, I – Probably some of that our depth again. You know, yeah. we're running, we're running eight, sure. nine, ten deep, and you know, some teams can't can't. By the time that fourth quarter rolls around, their their legs are shot a little bit. Uh, you know, uh, you, and we made kind of like saying the game we made the kids that we wanted to shoot shoot, and mm-hmm. you know that's that's kind of our our boys have taken the scouting report. This is the best year that they've ever done that. They've taken the scouting report and and said, okay, this guys these guys got to beat us. The other kids aren't, the, you know, the better players aren't, uh, and that's yeah. got to be a team. It's not just one kid sure. guarding the best kid, but it's the kind, of, it's the team concept. So, um, you know, yeah, fourth quarter, you know, that's that's I didn't want to make it a game. I think we were up ten, weren't we, going into the fourth? And um, you know, I was like, I was, I was up twelve. I, I looked at coach, yeah, and I said, let's not make, don't make, please don't make this a game because I don't want to coach. So, <laughs> yeah. and, and the boys did a good job. Oh, it made it easy for you yeah, in the fourth quarter. Uh, how big was a win like this to come out uh, after the conference tournament and back-to-back conference champion, tournament champions, and uh, to face a strong Flora squad uh, like they were uh, tonight 
And how big was it to, to come out here after the conference tournament and uh, get it get it back going again? Yeah, we had a rough practice Monday. I'm not gonna lie. We uh, I made him run a couple threes. Um, you know, I wasn't happy. I wasn't gonna have a uh, count Eric Beecher City. You know, first half performance. Um, you know, I didn't want to let down. I kept. I kept. I bet I said that word 50 times in the past two days. We just didn't want to let down. We don't want to look past. We don't want to. You sure. know, um, we can't. This Florida team. They've beaten Newton. They played Christ Our Rock Lutheran to a single-digit game. Yep. You know they've they've won some. They're fifteen and eight. I mean they're a good team coming in here. You, you know uh, you never know what's going to happen. It just felt weird. It just wasn't a lot of energy to start the game, and then but the boys boys proved otherwise. So uh, it, it was a huge win. It really was. It was it was big to not have that letdown and, and right. keep getting into the win column. Yeah, and win number twenty. Yeah, uh, sounds as good. Well. Sounds great. Uh, and uh, we'll try to keep it going uh, again, and uh, we'll go on uh, Friday, and we'll face another uh, tough uh, opponent as well that I'm interested to uh, yeah. check out. And they were the, kind of the same team that kind of played uh, in that Vandalia Holiday Tournament with uh, Flora and Chrysler Rock, and that was Nokomis yeah. uh, coming up on Friday. Yeah, Nokomis is good. They're 18-5, getting top 20 ranks on max preps and, yep. and Nesto hoops. So, you know, we... <laughs> I'm not afraid to say, look at you know, look look at the rankings. Like you know, we still have a mark on our back, but Nakomas is going to look look to get us. Like yeah, they they're, they're one two two might be the best. You know, it's it's been around forever. You know, with yeah. uh, with Kimbrough and now Dewarf, yep. Coach Dewarf does a really good job, and they're doing the same stuff. I mean, it's the same stuff that they've been doing for twenty thirty years. So mm. um, we saw them this summer a little bit, and uh, we we took care of business. Um, but you know, summer summer. Sure. And and teams grow and they're they're obviously getting better as kind of like we are so yeah um, it's a big subsectional meeting again mm-hmm. I mean it's, yep. it's, it's a big big meeting who, for rankings I mean they lost to the Chrysler Rock in the Vandalia Holiday Tournament yep, to, they did. In the championship. championship game I think it was a pretty close game yep. um, in the thirties or something so uh, they're going to want to keep it low again so it's going to kind of pretty similar to this game I think it really was it's going to be um, two good ball clubs on Friday night. I'll catch another great win and win number 20 as well, keeping the win streak uh, going as well. And we'll talk to you again right. on a Friday. Thanks, so congratulations. And Thank you. we'll talk to you again on Friday. We appreciate Coach for uh, coming up here and uh, joining us on the post game like he always does uh, here. And we'll bring uh, Dominic back in here and we'll get some uh, final stats and uh, we'll get on out of here. All right. First of all, for Alamont. Uh, Jared Hammer was uh, one for two from three-point range with uh, three points. Caden Davis was uh, came in late. He was one for one from the field at two points. Alex Yarhouse, he was 0 for one from uh, three-point range. Eli Miller was 0 for one from three-point range as well. Dylan Elam, the big scorer tonight with 19 points, two for three from the field, five of eight from the three-point range. Avery Yarhouse, 13 points. He was two for three from the field, three for eight. From three-point range, Ed McManaway played and did not score. Excuse me, Logan Cornett was one for two from the field and 0 for one from three-point range. Connor Earhart was three for four from the field with six points. Cornett had two points. Eric Coleman, one for seven from the field and three for six from the free-throw line with uh, five points. Caden Miller, two for two from the field and one for two from three-point Range, I believe all those were in the third quarter, I believe, with seven points. And Keegan Schultz coming late. He was one for one from the field with uh, two points and that steal as well. And for Flora, uh, Malachi Tolliver, 
He led uh, their scoring with uh, nine points. He was six for nine from the field, 0 for one from the three-point range, and one for three from the free throw line with nine points. Jacob Stanford, two for six from the field, and one for two from three-point range with seven points. Uh, Lawson Spicer, he was 0 for one from the field. Neil Young, one for eight from the field and 0 for one from three-point range. He was two for two from the free throw line. With four points, Tyler Conrad played but did not score. Trevor Johnson was one for seven from the field and one for two from three-point range with five points. And Ethan Durr was 0 for four from the field and one for three from three-point range with three points. And Mason Miller, he was 0 for two uh, from the field. For their 28 points, as Alamont wins tonight, 60 to 28. They are 20 and three overall, four and over in the conference. Florida Falls, the 15-9 and nine overall. Both teams will play again Friday night, like Travis said, at Nokomis and Florida. But we'll take on uh, Carmi, uh, White County in a conference battle. And uh, Alvon has another non-conference battle. But uh, like you said, Coach said, you know, be a big battle in the, the subsectional and, you know, for seating yeah. purposes and stuff like that, you know, in the regional and, and everything. So, mm-hmm. yep, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so much. It should be a battle up there in the Comas Friday night. And also be a doubleheader there as well as it's a mega night there with the girls and the boys both in action. And we'll have coverage for you for both games right here on uh, Jack FM. And I saw a girl score uh, tonight that topless one of 59 to uh, 36 was a uh, final there in Altamont uh, tonight. We uh, feel really bad that we were not able to uh, get that game on to uh, the air, but uh, we'll be back on the air with uh, girls basketball, and then the boys will follow on uh, Friday night. Their girls team is also really good uh, as well, so it'll be a good night of basketball there in the Nokomis on a Friday, and we'll have coverage for you right here on Jack. I love the, the box score of this one uh, tonight. Uh, Altamonte quarters of 12, 8, 18, and 22, and then Flora had quarters of 12, Three, eleven, and two for their twenty-eight points, and uh, so uh, that'll do it here again. Your final sixty to twenty-eight, Altamont with the win, and they're twenty and three now, and it's on to Nicomas on a Friday night. That's when we'll talk to you again. Thanks to Derek back at the studios for helping us get on on and off the air tonight. We appreciate uh, that, and appreciate Domo for coming along with me and uh, color commentating and with the uh, stats. As well, and this is Travis Sparks signing off, and I want you to have a great rest of your evening, everyone, and stay warm, and we'll be back on a Friday, but before Friday, we'll be back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM, and uh, so we'll talk to you again on a Friday. Have a great rest of your evening, everyone. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.